love you. Hey yo, and welcome back, Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. I am the Faceless Leon, and I live on an island, and I like to fish, and I also like to suntan. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. I like that. Well, actually, so that's don't why, tan well. Green skin. Why I vacation in Bahamas, which is another set of islands. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I go to Manhattan, or to New England, that area. Well, that's where I live. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I <laughs> so sound I'll go there, more you like go on vacation. Asian, I don't know. I'll I'm stay at your t- house. trying to do like a... I don't know. Do, don't people from uh, deep New Hampshire sound like this? They don't. I uh, don't. <laughs> no, don't think so. I think you're getting a little close to the main area. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Either. I've never. I've never, I've never watched yeah, things. I've listened to so many. <laughs> I feel like New England accents are like one of the hardest to do. Like I've never even tried to do accents. I'm not good at accents, but like well, New England's really fucking difficult. I feel like Boston and New York, you, you, people, most people can pull wicked. Yeah, like I can get close to Boston and New York. I feel, but it's still really hard for me to go there. Right, like to get because you have to bring energy to that one, and I just don't have energy to do. <laughs> what are you a knock? That's one of my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite. Uh, Is that a shit on the floor? <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do an accent on the spot. <laughs> Is that a shit? <laughs> Is that a shit? Oh, Ted, I'll never understand it. <laughs> Yum. I'm drinking some good tea. I'm ready to talk some some water, some sharkish stories, because oh. this is a sequel smash. Yes, it and is. Welcome. And, uh, uh, gentle folk. We're, we're, it's, not a, it's not a technical, like, technically accurate sequel smash. It is a sequel smash, but it's uh, Jaws and Jaws the Revenge, which is the fourth one. So it's, <laughs> we're, we're, it's not we're, a direct we're skipping sequel over the smash. Other two. It's still a sequel yeah, smash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a direct. It's a. It is technically a direct sequel smash That's because it's tr- the same shark. Everybody. <laughs> How? It doesn't like. It doesn't even look as big as the other shark. Oh shit! I forgot to pull up something important. Like, so this th- these movies have very important things uh, for me for my life. One. Jaws, the first one, the Steven shark. Spielberg's classic. Oh, not the shark itself. Okay. Yeah, the, the <laughs> Bruce. Yeah, the shark. <laughs> but that was that was one of those that I watched as a as a kid and was absolutely blown away with. You know, it was Spielberg, Spielberg, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. <clears throat> Spielberg. <laughs> That's what his friends call him. But he was uh, he was very lucrative for a young child growing up. You know, one who was very interested in films and probably making films even because his films just they had like especially his 80s and 90s films uh or i guess late 70s films um they just had a weird magic to them yeah and jaws was one of those that i watched as a kid and was like it was just horror enough to make me very excited for like and you know to be interested in towing further into the horror genre but it was also just a blockbuster and mm. I've said it many times on the show. I'm a blockbuster bitch. It's the it's the it, this is beginning the, of the mother of all blockbusters. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. And I do have to just going back to the talent of Spielberg. Um, Spielberg, <laughs> Spielberg. Now I I feel like you say it's some sort of magic, and I just want to clarify that it is literal magic. See they. I don't know if you know about this, but if you go to a crossroads, <laughs> occasionally you can come upon a traveler there and he'll do deals with you. It's pretty great. Um, it's pretty well known, though. Nice. I, did, I don't know if you do this. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm editing this, so but it's no, staying I... in. <laughs> <laughs> but that was Steven, Steven Spielberg. I don't know. I really, like, I watched Jaws around the time I watched Indiana Jones. Uh, right. Probably around the time I watched Star Wars as well. I know that's not Spielberg, but, you know, it's Spielberg adjacent. Um yeah. It was a. This was one of those like magical films because it there's it's so simple. The plot is yeah. literally uh, there's a young sheriff, new sheriff to town. What's the town called? It's not Amityville, right? What Amity. Is it? It, I think it's Amity Island. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> town of Amity Island, you and young that. young sheriff Brody, whose name I always forget as an actor, Roy Shader, Shader, Roy Shader. Shader. Uh, Shader. Apple Shader. Roy Apple Shader. He's oh, the new sheriff. Yeah, I bet he got that in school. <laughs> Apple Shader. <laughs> yeah, kids were vicious back in the 50s, man. <laughs> they called me Apple Shader. <laughs> he showed them. He went on to become a sheriff in Jaws. But he's new in town. He's he's uh, he doesn't really know. I mean, he knows the, the people. You know, he's fitting right. in well. He's he's getting accustomed to the world. But when a young woman gets absolutely mutilated by mm-hmm. a new shark out in the waters, a great white, he's like, "We gotta close the beach. We uh, you know, if there's a shark out there, we gotta make sure we kill this shark before the waters are safe again. Because for some reason, it's up in the the shallow areas where people are just swimming normally." Yeah, you know, so he's like, that's that's just a logical thing. We'll do that. So yeah. he makes a logical decision. And uh, the mayor and some other town heads, the mayor played by Murray Hamilton, they come up to Sheriff Brody and are like, uh, you can't do this, Sheriff. You can't close the town beach. What the fuck, you know, Brody? Fourth of July is coming up. You, you didn't think yeah, Brody. to mention on, this man. to us? Brody? Yeah. And they're in New, they're in New England area that is uh you know the very important their beaches especially in the summer especially on july 4th that's where most of the town makes its money yeah they don't make money over the winter unless they're fishermen yeah exactly <laughs> and so you can understand where the mayor's coming from you know right. it's money is a very important thing and he wants it and like he he knows that the city needs it and that's why he's like, you can't close the beach. At the same time, there is a shark just absolutely mutilating people. <laughs> and it continues to do so when they don't close the beach. And there's a, yep. there's a lot of prelude leading in, which is very fun because, you know, it's Sheriff Brody's. He doesn't go into the water and everybody's making fun of him. And I, I wanted to bring up that in Jaws, you get you get the fun line. That's some bad hat, Harry. Yeah. Uh, when... when uh, Oh, what is it? An elderly man with a, a funny swimming cap comes up and he's making fun of Sheriff Brody. You know, he's like, you're a coward. You won't go into the beach. Ha ha. You know, <laughs> you suck. And Sheriff Brody's you. just like, <laughs> let me fuck you with my stick, sonny. <laughs> Sheriff Brody's just like, just looks at him. And he goes, that's some bad hat, Harry. And he gets up and just like walks around. Him. And this guy looks so bewildered. It. He's like, Oh, oh. What? And then it and then his, my hat. And then his wife, um, played by uh Lorraine Gary, uh, who is in the sequel. She's the she's the kind of the protagonist, yeah. I guess. Um her name's I think she's Ellen. in one, two, and four. I don't think she's in the is third she? one. She is in the second one. I think okay. so. I haven't seen any I I've seen this movie before but i will say that i saw indiana jones and all those great other films long before this um probably because my parents Mm. thought i would think it was too scary um there's a lot of blood there's a lot of blood and you know shark eating people and those animals there's like (laughs) yeah there's (laughs) one shot of uh of like a uh uh chopped off leg like a bitten off leg there's one shot of that fall into the ocean floor yeah. and yeah that was it was probably too much for a young green traveler i i, I do remember being very <laughs> terrified by that scene <laughs> well i watched it as uh, a younger adult and still was like it took me a minute to get into the film but after it was done 
I will say I was like, well, no wonder this is, you know, always talked right. about. It's freaking great. The effects are yeah. amazing. Um, like <laughs> the shark of indeterminate kind of size too. is, is great. <laughs> You know, right? It, it adds, especially to the when mystery. you find out that it's just like a robot. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not a robot, but like it's it's a mechanism Part that they it. had yeah. that like, yeah, it kept breaking down constantly. Like what they had to go through for this whole shoot just to get everything to work right is just hilarious. <laughs> uh, but I, I I did want to say that 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 some bad hat Harry. I love that line because it's just so random. It's just an off a throwaway line that some bad hat Harry, and then Brian Singer creep that he is took it and ran with it and made it his production company so like if you if you watched house like i did regularly as a kid the tv show house with q laurie you heard that a lot where it's just uh, that that's some bad hat harry <laughs> just every single episode ended with that and i'm just like was it roy oh, why did you schreider who it's not oh, yeah, roy Sh- yeah roy schreider who said that schreider yeah not schreider apple schreider apple schreider. <laughs> yeah he said that line and for some reason brian singer was just like I am gonna run with this because that's just who Brian Singer is. <laughs> so uh, let's talk more about uh, what else happens in the movie. So before more people die, this guy played by Robert Shaw, Quint, uh, he offers to hunt down the shark. That's what he does is is hunt sharks uh, and shells shells he sells the she sells by the seashore um but (laughs) he he takes their jaws and he sells them as souvenirs he also got everybody's attention by scratching his nails yeah like an ass greatest character introduction in a movie (laughs) (laughs) uh so he offers to do that and uh the the town does not take him up on it right away Right. But Brody gets somebody in from the oceanographer community, a scientist named Hooper, played by Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. Yay. Who's, who's personally my favorite character. It's a tie between him and Quint, if, yeah. if I have to say. And, and it's really about that's those fair. three guys. Once those three guys get on the boat, that's the movie. That's, that's yeah. what it's about. And it, it does take like an hour to get into to that point because they're yes. setting everything up or they're quarreling with the mayor and everything. People are dying because they're in the right. water. And it's not like, yeah, it takes bad. a while. And then it takes. It's not like it's bad. It's just yeah. the, the differences between the acts is just very distinct. And once you get into right. that third act, it's like, wow. Uh, and, you know, it would be interesting if that was the whole movie. If you had another hour of these guys, because their relationship, even in the 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 time that we get with them, the the arc yeah. of their relationship is pretty great. I I really just enjoy their chemistry. Yeah, the scene at night where they're comparing scars. That's just oh, that's yes. classic. That's, that's an iconic scene. scene right there. Yeah. And that's uh, I had mentioned, and it might have spoiled Nope a bit for for you and for others. I I didn't think of it as a spoiler, but now now that I realize, you know, it's kind of bit. is. <laughs> but like I mentioned going in, that you know, close close encounters of the third kind. While it did influence Nope, Nope was far more influenced by by Jaws, and when I was saying it. I was hoping you guys would see it as it's a blockbuster film, you know, like it's, it's inspired right. by Jaws and the fact that it's a blockbuster in reality, it's about a predator right? and you know, how you handle a predator, you know, that was the, you know, that's the fun thing about Jaws is you have that scene where they're on the boat and then they just randomly start singing. Yeah. And Jordan Peele saw that and immediately put that in a note where they're all sitting around the table and then the cinematogra- cinematographer, for, for whatever reason, just starts <laughs> speak singing the uh, Purple People Eater that song. That was such a weird scene. Like, that was probably the weirdest scene. It was. But it made, like, it super made I, I, sense, I feel like though. it was just a shout out. It, like, it, like yeah. it totally fit yeah. the, the whole mood uh, of that film. So here we yeah, are indeed. a week or so later, still talk about Nope. Oh, I love it. Man. It was really good. Go see Nope. I, I was really happy that we were doing Jaws around the same time that we were doing Nope, yeah. but because they really are. If you if you like Jaws, you like Nope. Like I, I feel like because they both 
you know, the very much like the exact same style of film. But you're you're totally right. Once once those three get on the boat, that's when the movie takes off. That's when I'm more gripped. Right. I, I mean, I love the first two acts, but like, I, it really is that final part where I'm just like, hell yeah, this is it. This, this is, is the it. fun part. This is where we start hunting the shark. And it also kind of makes no sense too, because it's like they, earlier in the film they sent out a bunch of you know fishermen to find this shark. The, yeah, some of the, them got killed by the shark despite being dissuaded. Yeah. The, the, well, okay, the the sheriff was not about it, but the town put a bounty on the shark. Right, and and yeah, they all ran out there, and the shark was still killing people. That was the thing. Yeah. But once those three, once uh, once Brody, Quentin, Hooper are all on that boat out at sea. That shark doesn't give a fuck about Amity Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just cares about them. <laughs> so I'm just like, man, if you guys had just done this a week ago, you know, everything would have been fine. You know, just it's send out the shark. It's that Brody blood, man. I'm telling you. It it wants Brody. I know. For whatever reason, it wants the Brodies. It really <laughs> does. And that's who, it, you know, that's who it wants. Also, uh, fun fun fact, if you, if you have seen Jaws and you really liked uh, Hooper... Play, again, played by Richard Dreyfuss, he was basically just playing Sh- Steven Spielberg. Like oh, that's really? just <laughs> Steven Spielberg is just Hooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I love. Well, you know the the Richard Dreyfuss behind the back fit. That is just that bit of yeah. his. I just fucking love that. I'm every time he does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's good in this movie. Oh, they're, they're all good, but I, I think Hooper is my favorite. And I think, I mean, Quint, uh, Robert Shaw's acting is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Like, I really love Robert Shaw in this. But I don't know. It's it's Richard Dreyfuss. This is, like, he's the reason I keep coming back yeah. to this movie so many times because, like, I agree with you. He just makes me laugh. He's so yeah. funny in this. Yeah. Especially in relation to Quint. They just play off of each other so well. Yeah. Uh, and, but I will say, Quint has the best monologue. He does. He does that indeed. Indianapolis monologue is so good. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to save it for you uh, for the movie because yeah. it, it, that alone is worth it. That, but the whole movie's worth it. It's a good movie. It's there's a reason why it's. Oh yeah, definitely. Like there is a reason while on, why on Cinema Day that was just this past weekend it made over three million dollars at the box office. Right. And when it was... And that's great, man. So its uh, original box office was $470 million. Damn. Yeah, which is a lot. And that's worldwide. But on Cinema Day, it made $3 million more. And this is a that's movie... That's back in the 70s, too. Yeah, that's back in the 70s. This is a movie that... It, yeah, it was back in the seventies. I was gonna say how old it was, but then you you said back in the seventies. It's it's like when it first opened that that first weekend. The reason it's called a blockbuster is because it set so many records and everything. Yeah, but like that first weekend, it made seven million. That's like that's crazy for back in the seventies. And yeah, as you said, three million nowadays too. It's like you know they they almost halved their original opening day which there's a reason as you said it's a fucking phenomenal movie i give it four fucking stars i love it i don't know it's so much good tension but like the, the only issue i have and it's not again it's not an issue because as we've both said the that third act is the best like that's what that's when the movie really takes off but before that third uh before that third act you set up so many different characters this whole town really yeah and then by the third act, they're gone. You don't even see them right. again. That <laughs> like, is true. It is, that, it is just three men at sea with a shark. Yeah, and it's like just you like, could go home and forget about the first half of the movie. That If there's a flaw, that's the only the only thing. But it, yeah, it exactly. still is very, very good. You as the audience member are like, when are the, the these townspeople going to put the lives of their themselves above this you know this like economic tradition they have like there's there's more important things and it it did really kind of when we watched it this time remind me of the pandemic a little bit uh unfortunately right but but at the same time like uh again like the economy might you know 
suffer right. in this movie because they don't have the beaches. But in this small town at that time, as they as they mention, if the economy suffers, people also die. Yeah. Because then you have like uh, so many other issues like energy, like blackouts, that kind of stuff. And then people right. don't have heat for the winter and then they die like that was that's what the mayor is saying is like they need this money to keep the town active and alive yeah. for the winter. otherwise the people would leave so it's like it's yeah so it's like you're really weighing yeah it's it's like you're weighing 10 dead people versus a whole town collapsing and a lot of other people dying like if they it definitely comes across as a snobbish decision like it definitely comes across as like the mayor just being like, no, we can't close businesses. Right. Come on now. But to counter your argument a little bit, if they would have just taken care of it, then mm-hmm. nobody would have been killed by a shark besides the one person that they found out about it. And they would have hunted down the shark, taken care of it, and then the beaches would be open. But now Amnity is Shark Town. That's what it is. And Brody right. and Brody but warned him about that's that. That's exactly and what Brody warned him about that. Yeah, but that's exactly what they did. They did close. They did send out people mm. to hunt the shark. They killed a shark. But I think that not was the one after they thought the they second got. sighting. I think that was after the, the second yeah. sighting. Like a whole. It bunch was, of people but that's what it. I mean. That's what I'm saying. That was like they did exactly what you said, but it just. They thought they had solved the problem, but only Brody knew otherwise. Bro- and well, once Brody he told them, and like, Hooper. No, no, no. Hooper was like, that shark is not big enough. Right, yeah. but he has no sway over the right. town. I'm just saying, of the town, Brody was the only one who knew. Right. And he was telling them, he's like, guys, you don't have the right one. And they're just like, shush, shut up now. <laughs> we're going to have a we're yeah. gonna have a fourth this, of the this July works. here. This it. works. I think that was the worst part, was that, that negligence. Yeah. Like they were willing to yep. accept the solution, even though the information was against it. Once again, <laughs> reminding me of the <laughs> pandemic. Um, <laughs> but here we are. So, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you rated it. I, oh, I you did. did. Okay, <laughs> I give it. You know, I think yeah. I'm gonna give it a face and a half. Uh, it might not be my favorite movie, but it's a damn good movie. And it's very watchable. Right. If somebody was like, hey, I'm thinking about sitting watching your, your Jaws and I'm in the room with them, I'm not going to complain. Like, it's... Right? Yeah. Hell, we went to the drive-in that's two years right. ago just to see Jaws. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, I believe yeah. Jurassic Park played after that, and I wasn't feeling very well, so yeah, I, yeah. I left early. But I've seen that movie infinitely yeah. more than Jaws. That was on all the time at my house <laughs> secret review of dress right yeah I, I mean as i said it's a four-star movie they with all the issues they had because steel steelberg was a uh, young very young filmmaker at the time and he took on way too fucking much with this movie because he wanted to film on location at a beach which caused so many scheduling issues because it's hard to film at a beach mm-hmm. because you know you're not going to stop people from fishing so if you're having a shot and you don't want any boats in the water and then a fishing boat comes <laughs> pulling into the water, you're like, well, fuck, now we got to cut. Yeah. Can't use that take. Got to go over here. Hey, can you go you home? And Thanks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey well, there's a shark out there. <laughs> and, and speaking of the shark, Bruce had so many fucking issues. Run the RC he shark broke down around all the, the fucking time. The, the boat so that they'll leave. <laughs> It's like, get rid of them. <laughs> and that's why they kept on breaking down, because they kept on using it to scare the locals. Yeah. Well, they thought they thought it was, like, waterproof, but it, 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 it kept, uh, like, uh, I guess it wasn't, and it would just, like, puff up, because, like, whatever material the they used was an absorbent. Yeah. Absorbent. Yeah. So it's like you would get a fat shark every now and you could see oh, that yeah. in the movie too because you know they had to use certain things. But why it's not can't as bad as Jaws the Revenge? Oh, Jaws the Revenge. It's, it's awful. And I think they think it's better. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for our feelings on Jaws uh, the Revenge. So, we'll get to that very shortly. But first, you should hop on your browser and type in green and faceless on the couch. That's not as well. You should do that anyways, mm-hmm. but you're already here. So, but I met patreon.com slash green and faceless. Yeah, I wish I could talk. 
<laughs> That's with A E. That's with green. <laughs> yeah, between the E's and the R. Uh, so let me say it again: patreon.com slash green and faceless. If you want to support the show, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we got a nice little community going on there where we, uh, you know, they suggest movies to us and then we vote on them. It's fun. Okay. See you there. Soda pop and, break time. And you oh. also get, well, you also get, it's important to say you also get an exclusive episode That's there true. too if you do the $5 tier and up. That's right. If you yeah. become a real couch potato. And that's coming up soon. You, it, it, well, yeah. At the end of the month, we try to put up another episode of Bangers and Hash, and that is our exclusive Patreon show. So, here we go. <laughs> I, said, I said soon, and then I looked at the date, yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, it's the beginning like, of the month right sure, now. Sure, oh, well. <laughs> it's, I mean, soon enough. Time goes faster when you get older, kids. You'll understand. Yeah, you'll understand when you're 85. So yesterday was June. <laughs> it does feel that way a little bit, but I don't like August, so I'm good with it. So let's take a soda prop break now. <laughs> soda prop. Ours <laughs> flying in everywhere. Yeah. Soda prop. I love you. But yeah, I think I think we're back. I think we're uh, we're diving into Jaws: The Revenge. Jaws: The I Revenge with the last one, The Ravage. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned with with Jaws and why it was important to me as a child. Jaws: The Revenge was important to me as a child as well because there was a man my mom did not like, and his name was Roger Ebert. She complained a lot about Roger Ebert because she thought he was just a, a, a you know, basically it was a, she was of the opinion that he didn't like a film unless it had nudity. Uh, and I will not deny that he typically did seem happier with films when there was nudity involved. He doesn't mention it all the time. It's just, you know, if there's nudity in it, sometimes you'd be like, I like that movie. And it's like, why? It was bad. Like, <laughs> I guess there was a boob in there. <laughs> But like it, it, she didn't like him that much. But I wanted I wanted to read him. I wanted to know why why she didn't like him. And I also liked you know I was interested in movies. I was interested in critics of films. So I uh, the internet was new to our house, and I pulled it up and I googled Roger Ebert. And for whatever reason, the first one that I saw or read was Jaws: The Revenge. <laughs> and he hated this movie hated it he tore it apart in his review and it was like the first like it was the first like scathing review i'd ever read or or heard so i was just like super fascinated in it because he was just like my, my favorite part is if if you don't if you can't understand what jaws the revenge is about it that the shark is back as we mentioned bruce is back <laughs> and he wants out. revenge on the family that killed him in the yeah, first movie. He needs the Brody and, blood. And there's a line in Roger Ebert's review. <laughs> yeah, the Brody line, man. It's got to go. And there's a line. It's so passive, and I love it. And in Roger Ebert's review, where he's just like, and and what good self-respecting shark wouldn't want revenge on the on the family line that killed it? And I'm just, it, it's <laughs> that blew it that's up. That's butchering right? it too. It's not I think precisely he said that. Blo- blew it up, if I recall correctly. Yeah, that blew it to smithereens. <laughs> I, I I tried to find it. They for whatever reason I couldn't find it on the the website. They must have taken it down because mm. I was wanting to read that passage from his review, but it's it's sadly not there right now. <laughs> but yeah, Jaws the Revenge. Jaws the Revenge. This time, it's personal. <laughs> Is that the tagline? <laughs> was it not yeah, personal? That's, that's the tagline. The it's also two the times that I don't know about. I didn't watch the two and three. Well, those weren't Bruce. Those weren't Bruce. Those weren't Bruce. Okay. So no, when those did are they other name sharks, Bruce? I think. When did this happen? That, that was just their nickname for him on on set. Oh, on that set. was Steven's. Okay. That was Spielberg's that was nickname Spielberg. for the, the the mechanical shark. So this yeah. movie stars. I can't remember if he named it after somebody or not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so this somebody he hated. <laughs> Maybe. Or somebody he respected. That's true. <laughs> or just somebody who had a good so smile. So Bruce is back, even though he exploded. 
And he's, you know, you can tell he's lost some body mass. So, you know, there's Oh, that. yeah, he's, he's, something's off of him. <laughs> and and some, for some reason, when he wiggles, you can see the, the mechanism within yeah. him moving, too. Yeah. <laughs> the budget wasn't good on this one. <laughs> no, not so good. I will say, though, the scene where it does come up and bite the boat, I thought that was pretty well done. Um, How about the scene where it... it <laughs> lampoons itself or harpoons itself on onto the fucking mast the, or or bri- whatever that the front pointy bit of the ship the, is the prow? The brig. I don't know I the, think it's the prow. the prow I've read Moby Dick I should know this <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to know dude I love I love how this movie ends <laughs> I mean like okay uh <laughs> we both kind of tried to summarize the first one uh, and We'll try to do the same here. It was all over the place. <laughs> we reviewed that movie, <laughs> and we're going to review this one. So this one stars yeah. uh, uh, Psychic Supreme Ellen Brody, once again <laughs> played by Lorraine Gary. Uh, she uh, gets she and her uh, sons, uh, who live in two different islands, Amity and in the Bahamas. Uh, being Michael and Sean. Uh, Sean, li- excuse me, not respectively, reverse that. Sean lives at Amity with his mom <laughs> still. And um, <clears throat> he is a deputy. He's following in his father's footsteps. His dad's picture is up at the, the, um, the you know, the sheriff's office. He's the same secretary still works right. there, whoever her name is. I think it's Mrs. Kentner. But the dad, sadly, has passed. Yeah, he had a heart attack somewhere in two or three. I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't seen him. So I just don't know. Was he in those movies? Yeah, he's... I don't know. Uh, I don't... I don't. I think he was in two, maybe. Okay. Well, anyways. I don't think he was in three. He might have been. <laughs> so, so... I don't remember. Greg, over there, he said, we're going to do Jaws... And this movie, because these are the only two good ones, and it wouldn't be fair to compare it to Jaws 2. This is not a good That is movie. not what I said. It said it was something like that. That is like not that. what I said. You just said, oh, okay. I said, say? if we do if we do a sequel, two and three work better together, oh, okay. because one and four are hilariously paired well. <laughs> Because it's because a direct, it's a, because it's yeah, Bruce. Yeah. He's he's fucking back and unspeakably. Yeah. And this movie is just fucking awful. <laughs> and it's so awful that it's it's great. Yes, like, I do agree that there is some enjoyability to watching this movie, but it is The shark can float, <laughs> the shark can roar, the shark can it basically fly even. Like it has a good jumping point. It's got some <laughs> vertical, man. Like it's pretty good. <laughs> Like, these are all things the sharks can't do. Sharks can't just sit there and float and then sink under the water. They gotta be moving. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the they have, They're thought, always right. propelled. In this, in this movie, in this movie, the shark is just acting like a fucking submarine yeah, at times, it where it's just like on the water and then it just sinks slowly <laughs> below the surface. Up periscope. Which, like. You know, that's like how a crocodile is, <laughs> but like the shark's eyes are on the side of its head. Like it, it have to like get its head completely above. Like yeah, so it's just the camera. So like what what we're talking about literally is just the camera going up and down out of the water, but yeah. it's ridiculous. You're right. So I'm sorry. I'm talking about it's the so plot funny. of this movie. So Sean, who's a deputy, goes out to clear a log from a buoy and gets killed by a shark. And Ellen (gasps) is convinced that it's the same shark and that it's after the Brody blood. And she's right. Yeah. She's right. It is the revenge. Somehow. Somehow she's right because she's a psychic. Somehow. Which is explained in the film. She is a psychic. So she... (laughs) She... Yeah, she... (laughs) (laughs) Stop. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is explained no, in this film. So she. <laughs> it doesn't explain how. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, 
Michael, a hold off. Michael, his wife, Carla, and their baby daughter, Thea. She's not really a baby. But uh, <clears throat> I guess I could say who played these people. Sean was played by Mitchell Anderson. Uh, Michael is Lance Guest, uh, if that's how you pronounce his last name. That's how it's spelled. And um, Carla <laughs> is Karen Young. Thea being Judith yes. Barzi. I don't know if if she ended up being in anything. Uh, she was in All Dogs Go to Heaven. So there you go. Hey, I've seen that. Yep, I've seen that a lot, actually. Um, for some She reason. voiced the ducky in The Land Before Time. She did? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. This has been a strange mean? side character. Is that's that not how the sad Super story? Super strange side character. That's what it was. What? Is that the one that what? There's one. There's somebody in the, the Land Before Times cast that has like a very sad story. Uh, I can't remember. Spike. Like it's, uh, yeah, it was her. Ducky? It was her. She and her mother, Maria, were killed in July 1988 in a double murder suicide committed in her home by her father. What? Being Judith oh Barcy? This little girl? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. See guys, this is the, the magic of super strange side character. You just don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. It's really just sad. a year just a year after Jaws the Revenge, her career was oh booming. Oh my god. Yeah. She did a lot for you know, being just a kid. Shit. That's fucking yeah. crazy. I knew there was a I knew there was a sad story in, in uh Land Before Time and I was like, it's a long shot, but maybe and it was. It's crazy. I'm so I'm so sad that I'm excited <laughs> about that. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. Uh, well it does also say that there was some abuse in her childhood too. And that's oh, too man. bad. Which maybe so that kind of I you know, we haven't read through this article. Let's but let's get yeah, back we'll to go the back. good times. We'll let's, go back. What's let's, let's make fun gonna, of let's just yeah. make fun of Jaws the Revenge. Instead of this poor girl who we'll was keep murdered. that stuff, of course, but let's get back to Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So Jaws the Revenge. What else happened? I, I that's right. I followed the the wiki rabbit hole. Gotta go back. <clears throat> Yeah, once uh, once Mike or Sean is dead, she and uh, she and the fam, her son Michael, yeah. go back to his Bahama Islands. That's right, uh, where he's doing some important work. And that was that was the other thing I was gonna get mad about earlier was they don't even explain how in just three days' time this shark swims yeah. from Amity, New Hampshire, or whatever Amity right. Island, New Hampshire, all the way to the fucking Bahamas. Yeah, which is the same coast. Uh, I'll give them that. Same coast, that's fair. But <laughs> three days time? I don't think they travel that fast. No, I don't think. I don't uh, I don't know. I, the thing is I don't know. I doubt it. I man. doubt it too. But it's like, Bruce I, is supposed to be they big. Can't... Like real big. It's true. But like imagine how long it takes a ship to get down there. I think that they might travel faster than ships. That's fair. Let's find out. Let's do this Google search. How fast do... It was a great white, right? Great shark. They swim 35 miles per hour. Okay. Now... How big? New Hampshire <laughs> to Bahamas. Right. Uh, let me get out my... Wait, by both. Sectet. There's a septet. I forget. Which one is the one for the C? Uh, sextet, I think. Mileage. That is 1,102 nautical miles. So 1,102 divided by 35 is 31 hours. So if it was going full force it for could. a full fucking day. It could. It probably couldn't make it there. And this is bad math done quickly, so it's possible so that I got it even had wrong. time to rest. It even but, had time to rest. 
So Jaws, it's true. Jaws That's and true. Revenge is possible, guys. They did their they did their they did their work, man. <laughs> they knew they did their research. They knew the shark could do this. They knew that it could just travel from can, cold waters to warm it waters. They knew that it can magically <laughs> grow back its body and just swim to warm waters that it does not normally inhabit <laughs> in less than three days. The important thing about the Bahamas though is they meet two two very key characters. Yes. Uh, they meet they meet Mario Van Peebles. I don't know if you're going to keep in the stuff I was meandering <laughs> about between during the soda pop break, but Mario Van Peebles as Jake, who is uh, Michael's work partner, right. and then they meet most importantly Michael Caine, who plays a pilot named Hoagie Newcomb. Michael Caine is known for an interview that I watch quite often because it's hilarious to me. Somebody asks him about Jaws: The Revenge, and it's like, do you think it's a good movie? <laughs> And he's just like, no, I don't think the movie is great, but I've seen the house it bought me, and that was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I fucking love that yeah, line. <laughs> and honestly, you know, he's my favorite part of the movie. Like, the, if I were to pick something that yeah. I actually liked from the movie, uh, Hoagie is kind of a sweet man. I like him. Uh, yeah. He's definitely a bachelor nice. type, uh, and he's got a gambling problem. But other than that, he's really nice. Mm. Yeah, he's nice to kids. Uh, you know, not everybody yeah. is. <laughs> no, and, and and Michael Caine was just coming off of uh, uh, an Oscar. I think I think he won an Oscar <laughs> just before this movie. So oh, it's kind man. of funny that he went from Oscar to to this <laughs> real quick. He's like, I just need something to throw away real fast. But but also like he's he's he has a romantic role uh, opposite Lorraine Gary. They're about the same age, like yeah. they're they're similar aged at least. So, like that's nice to like yeah, he he's often paired with either far younger or far older right. <laughs> women. So I, right. like I remember him saying that he enjoyed having a, a romance with someone of his age for <laughs> once. And I was like, that's nice. And you they know? were honestly really cute together. Yeah. yeah i that's the one that's like the part i enjoyed if if they took out the shark if they just made it a if romance they made it just a romance <laughs> like the b story had more juice than the, the a story i know it's no joke <laughs> it's true it's true but, but for whatever reason, occasionally lorraine gary uh, ellen Brody gets gets like into a panic mode where she'll have flashbacks that she to scenes at. that she was not yeah. at in the first movie. <laughs> I love it, yeah. man. Oh, like she she's also like, sees Sean's like, death, too, which she was not at. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's good, man. <sighs> it's so stupid. Oh, and Jake. Jake is a lot of yeah, fun. He's is. like the comedic relief. Yeah. Mario Van Peebles. Is, uh, is he? He's playing... Jenkin? Or, or or an island. I don't think anyways. so. I, I don't think he is either. I don't. I don't think he. I think he's from New York. Uh, well, that doesn't let's find mean, out. He doesn't have an accent. Mario Van Peebles. A lot of people in New York have accents. Uh, okay, I was wrong. He's not from New York, but he was born in Mexico City, Mexico. Oh, okay. His father, Melvin Van Peebles, who's also in this movie. Uh born in chicago illinois so I, I think it's fair to say he is not an islander yeah yeah <laughs> or from the from the yeah. that realm he did have a biopic what was that recently played his i i said recently is 2003 that he played his father another actor filmmaker in badass that's what it was oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like four four or five s's badass i love it <laughs> badass bad it's also there's oh, like two yeah. a's between yeah. the b and d too so it's bad i love that <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly he's fun in this I, I do like jake i think him and sean have a pretty fun or not sean him and michael i'm sorry i get the brothers mixed up uh, they they have a good enough chemistry. Yeah. Like you can feel that they like seem they're like both, work partners. Like you know, it's 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 fun. Nobody really seems like they're like 
in this film, though. You know, everybody seems kind of just like, all right, we're here. We know this isn't a great movie, yeah, but and I think the paycheck's a paycheck, and we can do what yeah, we can. I think that, I yeah, don't, yeah, like nobody's I doing bad. Say that there was anybody who was like, yeah, their performance is awful. It was just the movie is just very, very silly. <laughs> Lorraine Gary, I feel like at times either overacts or has like very bad directing. I don't put it on her, but like those flashback moments where she's like crying, those are kind I of humor inducing. Like that are funny, like that <laughs> just had nothing to do with her. <clears throat> okay, like it's one thing if she was imagining it. I know it's so kind of it's, but she's like scrunching her face, like over emotionally, just like. <laughs> she's like doing everything oh, she can man. to look like she's crying well i think we talked about this movie uh you got anything more to say for closing yeah. statement um let's let me look at my notes real fast just to make sure i'm not forgetting anything uh ooh, i did have a good pun this one was the this was the film that jumped the shark <laughs> so you know that's that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that isn't that originally a Happy Days reference? Yeah, because Fonzie literally jumps a shark yeah. while like skiing, skiing yeah. jet skiing, and or something. Like, maybe this show needs to be over now. Yeah, maybe we've uh, done something bad here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I I the the first movie is like a love story to to Hitchcock. You know, there's a lot of Hitchcockian feel to the first Jaws. And it seems like the person that, uh, uh, Joseph Sargent, the director here, seems like he didn't really, like, he wanted to, like, keep a love, or a Hitchcockian feel, but didn't know how to do it. Maybe. And, like, you can kind of feel it in the drama. There's, like, a, a bit of, like, a reach for Hitchcock in the drama, but, like, it's just bad. The, yeah, the, 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 the shark itself is hilarious. <laughs> The flashback scenes that Lorraine Gary was not even a part of in the first movie are <laughs> fucking hilarious. And, like, at the end, to spoil it all, the shark jumps up out of the water. As I mentioned, I've already said it, it pierces itself on the prow of the ship. Uh, and then, through <clears throat> some very, very bad editing, we get the impression that it exploded. Yeah, yeah, and the ship <laughs> and the ship exploded with it. Yeah, it was weird. No, but somebody there they did show somebody setting up it. these charges. I don't remember who it was. I think it was maybe Michael as they were going out. Uh, well, they had to find. That's right. Ellen ran away by herself to catch the shark. <laughs> in, in yeah, yeah My- she tried. In Michael, they had to fly uh, out there. Yeah, in Michael's ship, and so Michael, Jake, and uh, Hoagie take his plane and try try to find her. At first, they go out in like this little fucking fishing boat. He's like, "You'll never find her. It's an ocean." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they take him. They go in the plane, and he's like. <clears throat> Man, you know, it could take us uh, eternity to find her this way, too. Oh, there she is. <laughs> That's kind of how I remember that scene going. Makes no sense. Sadly, sadly, you broke up for all of that, but I, I kind of get the gist of what you're saying because it's, it's a goofy-ass scene. And I love it, too, because like the whole ending is just awful. It's just so rushed. It's, it's, I mean, literally there's a moment where the shark comes out of the water and roars. Yeah. Sharks don't have lungs, guys. Or not like, you know, they don't breathe air. Like, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. It can't roar out of the water. (laughs) It can't roar in general. (laughs) Like, it's so ridiculous. It comes out of the water and it's just like, (laughs) just like, what? (laughs) It's so silly. I mean, I was wrong about the you know it making it down to the Bahamas in three days. So, so maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe roar. a shark can roar. Maybe sharks come back. Maybe from sharks the dead. roar. Maybe sharks hold grudges. But like even even uh, even even the actor who plays Michael roars because when, <laughs> yeah. when there's a moment where sorry spoilers Jake Jake gets bitten by the shark and he's like <clears throat> Jake. Yeah. He holds that A forever, it seems. Like, he never let it go. Yeah, yeah. and it's, like, almost... I don't know if they put slow motion on it, but that's what it feels like. (laughs) 
<laughs> it did have reverb, didn't it? Yeah, like, I feel yeah, like it had it reverb. Had some kind of effect on it. Yeah, it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I give it one and a half. It's trashy. Wow. I don't recommend it. But at the same time, it it does have some moments of, of humor. Right. Not purposefully. But it is one of those bad movies that you yes. can laugh at. But yeah. I don't think it's so bad it's good. It's still just bad. <laughs> I don't know. I might be in the boat that it's so bad it's good because I I think I enjoyed it too much to give it half a face, so it gets a face. <laughs> that's that's how. It oh works. my goodness! That's how it works. I mean, it, it, it's it was really bad, but I still got into it and enjoyed it. But I will say that I didn't hardly pay attention to the ending, and then all of a sudden it was over. I was like, "What the no. fuck happened?" <laughs> Dude, the ending it's 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 like the dumbest thing. Yeah. Like literally the jar, the shark jumping onto the prow. I laugh every fucking time because it's and then it just becomes like awful editing. Some of the most awful editing yeah. you ever seen. It's so choppy. That nothing is in camera. It's like super close up on things. It's There's just, just like, blood splattering in pieces. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just left wondering, did the shark just explode? <laughs> I guess the shark just exploded. And then Jake comes back up out of the water because they can't yes, kill anybody. They, and Jake's yeah, just like, I'm, like, I'm alive, guys. And that's in it this movie. I mean, obviously, Sean <laughs> did. Sean did right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Sean. Uh, and then some people. <laughs> Yelling help, too. One woman, uh, one woman dies, but I think it was aiming for Thea because it's got to have the Brody blood. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember that because that's when she's like, "I'm ending this," you know. She's like, "What's her name?" and and Halloween. Why can't I think of her name? Uh, are you talking about uh, Laura, Lauren? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Isn't it Laura? I couldn't remember Jamie Lee Curtis. Is it Jesus. Lori? Laura. Yeah. But like she has, Lori. I don't. I, yeah, Lori. But it's just, yeah, it's just Jamie Lee Curtis. She's like Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween, where she's just like, fuck it, I'm killing Michael this time. You know, she's like, I'm, I'm doing it. Halloween ends. That's right. Ellen tries to kill Michael in this movie. Her own son. Just so that Bruce can't get him. She needs the Brody blood. <laughs> All right. Is that the show? <laughs> I think so. I hope you've enjoyed this one, guys. We're a little loopy. It's been a it's been a tough time getting this one coming. That's right. Scheduling yeah. conf- conflicts, ailing issues. Yes, we've both been at the grindstone. It's we been have. it's been hectic. We have. So, so yeah, we're sorry. sorry we're getting this to you a little late, but one hundred. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, but yeah, thanks for listening. Love you all. Uh, I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh, and I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels, and good night. That one sounded not so sure. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe, or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.